But I've been preaching on a series. I want to get straight into the word now. On the names of God. Amen. And Hebrews 11 verse 6 is one of my foundation scriptures. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Jeremiah 9 verse 23 says, Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, let not the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and he knows me. That he understands and he knows me. And one of the ways that you can have revelation of who God is, is as you read the word of God and the names of God will give you insight into who he is, what his character is all about, and that the nature of God and the, the love that he has for us and the compassion that he reaches out towards us. Uh, years ago, I bumped into a preacher one day and he was telling me, he said, oh, he said, you know, God has put this sickness on me and God has done this to that person to be poor and God is this and God is that and he kept on and then when he finished I said what does the devil do <laughs> I mean is he just sitting around whistling the devil comes to steal to kill and to destroy Jesus said I have come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly so that he understands and knows me that I'm the Lord exercising loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth, for in these I delight, says the Lord. And tonight I'm gonna to be speaking on El Shaddai. Not El Shaddai, El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. I've been serving and I've been blessed by God for 40 or so years. As a matter of fact, it's our 40th anniversary next week. Amen. But I tell you, he's never, ever let me down when it comes to him being El Shaddai. In Genesis 17 verses one and two, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me, be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. Can you imagine at 99? There's still hope for me. There's hope for all of us. Amen. The best is still to come. Come on, somebody. One day I'll sit and preach, fine, I'm gonna preach up a storm whenever I preach. And I tell you, what a privilege to see people meet God and, and, and lives changed. El Shaddai is derived from the Hebrew word field, as in the fields produce 
abundance. It is also translated as the breasts of many, many breasted one. El Shaddai, the one who is more than enough. He is all sufficient. When you see the name El Shaddai, God is saying, I'm more than enough to meet your need. Now you might be battling physically, you might be in a place of battling financially, we're gonna pray for you tonight. Uh, I'm telling you, you come to the right place tonight to meet with God and see God come through for you. You're gonna get to the other side. God's gonna provide for you. Our children will serve God. Wherever they go, they're gonna run into God somewhere, amen? He's the God is more than enough. I am more than enough to meet your need, to meet your needs in each and every situation. Throughout Abraham's life, God promised to bless and multiply. Now I'm not talking about someone that walks around with a big cigar in their hand and uh, imported champagne and uh, is having an affair. I'm talking about people that love God, will serve God regardless, that will be there to surrender their lives, to serve Him, and to be a blessing to others. But I wanna tell you, God's gonna bless you. God's gonna bless your life. God's gonna bless your family. God's gonna bless the ministry. God's blessing this church. Wherever you're watching from around the world, know this, the same God that is in this building is the same God that's with you tonight. And God's gonna move and visit countries in such a way that it's gonna be incredible. And El Shaddai means that God came to Abraham in the context of total impossibility. I mean 99, and God comes. I will bless you, I will multiply you. He came saying, I am El Shaddai, and I turn nature around, and I provide for you. That which is contrary to nature events. I'm not bragging, but I have documented from the surgeon when he operated on my heart. And it's there, it's documented. As a matter of fact, he goes around the world and shares, he was one of the first out of 1,800 people that they'd operated on. There were three that survived. I was one of them. And I'm the only one that functions normally. But he put down there and, and, and medically has put it in a book, The, the Medical Miracle. And, uh, and it's all God, it's nothing else. Amen. Well, why doesn't he just do your back, your knees, your head, your whatever? I'm here and I'm preaching. And that's enough for me, thank you. I got a beautiful wife and a beautiful family. Amen. And he writes there that... Uh, that I physically died, documented. It froze my brain 
for 50 minutes and they could never do more than 30. My body was cold, cold. And then he said, I heard a voice when I said, let's give up. I opened opened him up and I thought, let's just close him, finished. A voice said to him, keep going. Now, if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through anybody he wants to. I want to tell you, God will speak to you. Amen. You don't have to get flaky. You don't have to think you're some big prophet. Just know when God speaks, it will come to pass. Amen. Genesis 28, verse 1 to 3, then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him, charged him, and said to him, you shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethel, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there. Of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother, may, may God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you that you may be an assembly of peoples. Galatians 3 verse 13 now let me tell you, you better get in your word. We come, we're in places now where we have tests, trials, the economy doesn't look great. Get into the word of God. Get it into your life and establish. And he's going to make a way where they can't believe that this has been a way he's made. He's going to promote you. He's going to give you favor. He's going to be on your side. He's going to touch you and give you wisdom. He's going to heal people tonight if you have sickness or disease. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for it. In Galatians 3, verses 13 and 14, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For he's written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessings of Abraham, listen, might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. In Galatians 3.27, for as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither slave nor free, there's neither male or female. You talk about gender equality. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And either whether you're black, pink, colored, you're a child of God tonight. You're an ambassador for the King. Amen. You're a priest of God. Hallelujah. And we all stand before Christ, forgiven, washed in the blood, blessed by the Lamb. And he says, if you're Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I'll share two little stories with you tonight. The first one is that uh, when I was in Bible school, had no food in the fridge, had no money. And I went outside the one apartment room that was, I was in, and I said, Lord, if I went to my father, physically father, my father, those days was alive. And I said, can you please give me some money to buy groceries? I said, he would do it. So you're my heavenly father. I'm asking you now, for this amount. And I believe that I receive it. Thank you, Father. 
in Jesus' name. The next morning at school, 1,850 students there. A guy comes up to me, never knew him, never had spoken to him or anything. He said, last night, we were having a Bible study. And he said, the Lord spoke to us and said, take up an offering for Ray McCauley. It was the exact amount that I needed for everything. Then when it came to downtown, now most of will know, Bishop, you'll know what I'm saying. When it came to, he's at the back of me, isn't he? I can't see him. Oh, you're there, great, okay. <laughs> but we were gonna go to a Tony Factor owned downtown stores. So we met a meeting and we all came there and I said, we want to rent your building in Randburg. So he had a very rough voice. And then he said, let everybody get out the room. My lawyers, your people, all out. And he threw them out. And he looked at me and he said, listen, why don't you buy this building? So I said, what do you want for the building? He told me. I said, what deposit must I find? He told me the amount. Now the amount that he told me was impossible. It's like saying to a 99-year-old man, you're gonna be blessed. (laughs) So we took up some offerings and I was 45,000 rand short. Now those days, 45,000 was 45,000, not like today. And I thought, God, I've got to find it by Monday morning and it's now Sunday morning. And I drive into the church and a man called Shady Wood who's gone home to be with the Lord was doing the parking. And as I drove up to him, I said, hello, Brother Shady. He said, yeah. And he gave me a packet, a brown paper packet with money inside. And when we counted it, it was the 45,000 rands I needed. Hallelujah. And I went into Tony Factor on the Monday and he was Jewish, he's passed away now. And he said to me, who have you got behind you? I said, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, El Shaddai! Amen. Come on. Give the Lord a shout unto God tonight. Come on. Praise Him for it. He's going to provide for you. He's going to make a way for you. Amen. And you know the interesting thing was when he was passing away, dying in hospital with cancer, they called for me. And when I went into his room, he said, Last night I had a dream and you came to me and you prayed for me and I was going to be all right in that I'll go to heaven. This is an unsaved Jewish man who was a very wealthy man. I laid my hands on him. I prayed with him the sinner's prayer. See, 
Listen, when people want prayer, the first thing is to get them saved. Don't start with, how much money have you got? Or give me so much if I pray for you. Or hey, God showed me, you must give me 10,000 rands and you'll be here. <laughs> On that one, okay. <laughs> I prayed with him the sinner's prayer. And that night he went home to be with the Lord. I believe that with all my heart. Amen. Jacob knew El Shaddai. In Genesis 35 verses 9 to 11, God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram. Blessed him. God said to him, your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called Jacob anymore, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. Also God said to him, I'm gonna, um, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful, multiply. A nation and a company of nations proceed from you and kings shall come from your body. Amen. Blessed to be a blessing. Hallelujah. When you go to God and you say, God, please, I'm starting a business, bless it. Know that he wants you to prosper there so that you can pay your tithes. So that when you see a need, you can meet it and then you can help and be a blessing to whoever you want to be. Amen. And uh, blessed to be a blessing. Moses knew El Shaddai. God Almighty. In Exodus 6 verse 3, I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, Lord, I was not known to them. Moses wrote Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High Verse one, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, I will say of the Lord, keep saying what the word declares. Keep saying what God has said to your heart. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him I will trust. And you know he had to feed over two million people. Can you imagine? Keep saying, my God provides. My God provides. Come and tell your neighbor, my God, El Shaddai provides for you. Yes. Some of you are believing God to go to university, to get your education. I know some of you are believing God uh, to start something, to do something, to be a blessing. Tonight we're going to believe God. This is the beginning. Hallelujah! Joseph, in Genesis 49, verse 22. Joseph is a fruit, fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. The archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him and hated him but his bow remained, bow remained in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of Almighty God of Jacob. 
From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. By the God of your father, you will help you. By almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above. The blessings of the deep that lies beneath. Blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of your father has excelled the blessings of my ancestors. Up to the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of his head of him who has separate from his brothers. Yes, he had to pay the price. Yes, his, his brothers were jealous. Be careful who you share what with. There's some people when you tell them, you know, God bless me with this, I tell you, I'm sorry. They go, oh, nice, amen. And you know that they're not happy about it. A woman stopped me in the supermarket one day and she said, I thought you were dead. <laughs> Like she was sad that I'm alive. <laughs> so be careful who you share what with. You see, the fathers pass their blessing over onto the children. As I said before, Jesus, in John 10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. God, El Shaddai, wants to bless your life. Be humble about it. You don't have to walk around and someone says, God really wants me to bless you. Yeah, and you don't go, oh, I don't need that. I don't, no, no, I don't have to be blessed. You know, pride. Take what they say they're going to give you. Say, bless you, come here. Father, I thank you that you'll multiply the seed. Amen. Good measure and running over. Amen and amen. Now, if you don't want to keep it, then put it into somebody that needs it. I'm not getting too many amens inside. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm nearly finished. Blessed are the short winded. They'll be invited back. Because <laughs> I know you've got a long week ahead and you've just started. Genesis 48 verse 4, and he said to me, behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you. And I will make of you a multitude of people and give this land to your descendants after you as an everlasting possession. In Ephesians 3, one of my favorite scriptures Verse 19 to 21. To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Isn't that something? That's why we come into the presence of God. That's why we open our hearts to him, to be filled with his spirit and life. To know him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you ask or think, according to the power that works in us, not that sleeps in us. If you want God to use you, start praying for people. 
I told a guy one day, I said, she, we had such a wonderful healing this week. He said, well, God's never used me like that. And I said, I'm being a bit exaggerated, but I said, <laughs> I said, how many sick people have you prayed for? He, he said, no, nobody. I said, well, how do you expect somebody to be healed if you never pray for them? <laughs> Amen. Take your right hand, take your left hand. I know, Zirkel, this is not great deep revelation. And you, you guys that are teachers, but you on a person's head, and all you say, in Jesus' name, be healed. Now, the people that are fearful about that is because they don't realize that they're nothing, and Jesus is everything. Amen. And he'll work through anybody that's available. According to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church, by Christ Jesus to all generations, forever, amen. amen. My God, Philippines 4.19, shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Romans 8, and I'm closing soon. Verse 31, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who? can be against us. When you speak to the devil, you should look down because he's under your feet. Don't look up, look down. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? In the Message Bible, Luke 11, verses 9 to 13. Here's what I'm saying. Ask and you'll get. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Amen? Years ago, we were sitting at the dinner table. I've just got one more page. Years ago, and uh, my son was upset. And I said, what's wrong? I said, what are you saying? I said, stop that. Speak so I can understand. And the Lord said to me, that's how you are with me. (laughs) Amen. Ask for what you need. This is not a cat and mouse hide and seek game. We're in. If you're a little boy asked for a serving of fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? If your little girl asks for an egg, do you trick her with a spider? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. And don't you think the Father who conceived you in love will give the Holy Spirit when you ask him? Hallelujah. I want you to bow your heads, please, everybody. Tonight, people are praying for you at this moment. While every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you've come in to this building or another building tonight to be part of this service, and you've come in with an emptiness in your life, Maybe you've tried 
a whole lot of different things and it's left you empty. Jesus said, you must be born again because you cannot satisfy yourself. You cannot save yourself. You have to look outside yourself and you have to say, Jesus, come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. And he'll come right in, he'll wash you, he'll cleanse you, and he'll make you brand new. Or maybe you're here tonight and you say, Pastor, I prayed that prayer maybe a couple of years ago, it can be months, whatever, but I'm living in a spiritual pigsty. I'm not serving God, I'm not serving Jesus the way I should. Well, don't run from him. Come to him. His arms are open wide and he says, come unto me, all he that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You can come back home tonight. If you're not sure about your salvation, I'll pray with you tonight. We'll pray with you. Now, if you fit into either one of those two categories, please give me the privilege and honor of praying for you. And if you want my prayer for you tonight, quickly just slip your hand up wherever you are and say, Pastor, that's me. Would you pray for me? Quickly raise your hand as I look through the congregation. Thank you, thank you. Ushers and hosts, and just help me here. Bless you. Quickly slip your hand up. Bless you. If you're in the overflow, just quickly raise your hand. Raise your hand. Say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come, quickly. I'm going to ask one more time across this congregation. I want you to raise your hand, please. And let me pray for you tonight. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Now I want you to look up at me, please. If you raised your hand, I want you to stand right now where you are, please. Quickly, just stand. Now, wherever you are in whatever building. Amen. Come on, come. I want you to come down here so I can pray for you. Come wherever you are. Come. Come on. Come on.